It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hey, guys. That's a little hockey. Season is on. Two seasons are on. Three seasons are but four seasons are on. Five, se- three, se- the- hockey is back. Welcome to Obey the Puck. Dan Calciego, Paul Baker, Kelly Levy, BSCNation.com, um, all good stuff. So uh, let's get right to it. The NWHL bubble is on. It's up and running. And may I say, it's been a pleasant surprise. Not that I was really worried, but it's been a pleasant surprise. Um, although I have a gripe. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, how it's been received. Uh, and the broadcasts have been great on Twitch. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do on NBC. Uh, when the, I think it's two days, it's the semi and the, then the final. That's the fourth and the fifth, and the fifth and the sixth of February. I can't remember the exact dates. Paul's going to tell us later. Um, I hope I hope he remembers. Uh, I've heard, I, you know, but anyway, the NWHL has been is uh, steaming along, and it's been fun to watch. Paul, I guess uh, you have a. Uh, a horse in this ride, uh, on this ride, in this race, on this, this farm, whatever I'm trying to say. <laughs> there you go. So how's it been going? Am I on a delay here? That's weird. Um, yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said. <laughs> I agree with everything that you've been saying. Uh, the broadcasts have been fantastic. The Twitch stream has been fun and interactive, and uh, the games, most of all, the games have been just fantastic. Yes. Every one a close one. In fact, one just ended. Uh, Minnesota just beat the Metro Riveters one nothing on a goal with 10 seconds left in the game. I was about to ask because I, I had that going, and I have it going in the other room, and then I have the Caps and the Flyers going. So I got three hockey games going, but then I forgot to turn the NWHL screen before I started setting up for the show. So I completely missed the end of the game. But my God, my God, were the pressure on uh, uh, from both sides. And you also had the uh, comeback from the Whitecaps the other night, thus 
taking away the Toronto Six's first win in franchise history right out from under them. Watch that, too. Kelly, you've been watching the NWHL with us. Well, with me. Yeah, um, it looks good. I like that they've tried some some different things. The the coloring at um, at behind center, well, the neutral zone. Um, that looks good. I like them turning the lights out after a goal and and flashing team colors. I, you know, go for it. You've got this chance to try some stuff out before you go on uh, NBC Sports and see if you can figure out something that kind of makes you stand out a little bit. Um, may garner some attention, good or bad. There's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Controversy well, sells. <laughs> well, if you get someone yelling about, oh, my God, they turned the lights out after a goal, that that can only lead to people going, what, what is he talking about? What Women's hockey, you know, hopefully more people will just tune in and go like, well, that's cool, <laughs> and move on. Um, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it. Like you, like you said, Paul, games have been great. Um, and it seems like they've got, you know, they got the bubble down. They're they're getting their games in and and not messing around. And it should be. I'm really looking forward to the the playoffs. It's interesting that the women can listen to the bubble thing, not necessarily the men. We'll get to that in a second. Um, I, it has been fun to watch the Twitch interactions more so than it was uh, during the regular season last year. They've been doing. See, they're they're veterans in the Twitch broadcasts are the NWHL now. And I think this is year three of Twitch-only broadcast, I believe. Or we're on year two. Yeah, I think, sure. I think year two, but I'm not positive about that. Yeah, but the point is that they've been they've been chugging along. Boy, they're showing that an alternative way to present the games is doable, aren't they? Imagine that. Imagine that. That's a weird, weird concept there. Uh, which brought me to my next point. Uh, I find it interesting. Uh, I'm going to go to Kelly first for this reaction because I, I can feel her reaction. Um, I saw a bunch of writings the last couple of days about holding this league up to nobody's going to watch hockey where there's no fights. Nobody's going to watch hockey when there's no hits. Nobody's going to watch hockey when it's um, this shoved down your throat. And I thought that was funny because none of the leagues have had fights <laughs> hitting and for a long time now. Not that I'm not debating whether no fighting and no hard hits are good and bad. That's for a different episode for another time. I find it interesting that not even the major leagues that are making money, and I'm talking about the NHL and underneath them the AHL and the ECHL, um, you know, they're chugging along business as usual. The NWHL has to live up to this reputation of hockey that's been dead for for better or for worse, for 20 years. And I just, it's frustrating to see so much positivity. I can hear you laughing, I know. It's its frustrating to see so much positivity and then some jerk-off news reporter, and you are a jerk-off, on news Twitter. quotations, please. Yeah, oh, news reporter in quotations, because jerk-off is not in quotations. I mean that with every fiber of my being. Uh, holding these ladies up to a standard that doesn't exist for the men anymore. Kelly. Oh, I, that seems to be a statement of fact for pretty much everything when it comes to women's athletics. <laughs> so, and I mean, just women in general. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, what I laughed at actually was your, 
um, you know, that kind of hockey hasn't existed for 20 years. You realize 20 years ago was 2000, right? Yeah, so yes, I do. This argument's been around since the 1980s, so it's actually 40-plus years at this point that old-time hockey hasn't been around. But 20 years is the default. 20 years ago, they didn't play this way. Is You're like, it, that, it was the new millennium. You don't even realize your your timeline is, is so far off. Because I remember the discussions in no, I was also too young to about how horrible hockey had become because it was – Played by wusses who Not didn't do anything. <laughs> it's it's all about just being old enough to yell "Get off my lawn" at the kids playing these days. That's all it is. Um, I just uh, it's annoying. It, Listen, watch something else. I hear you. Listen, I hear you. Things change. I'm not watching wrestling. Not because I think that wrestling today is not as good as wrestling in the 80s. I mean, Kelly's been sitting here when I've been watching the chronological order of WCW, all of wrestling on the network. Some of it is aged just fine, and it's been great. And some of it's just like, this is what you want to go back to? Oh, my God, no, thank you. No, let's not do that. Um, And the same thing with hockey. I mean, let's say... I would love to see fights uh, be on the forefront again. I'm real, 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 real tired of seeing referees uh, coming in and stopping the fights. I I, I think it sucks. I hate it. Um, but let's let, let's 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 treat it all fairly, as you should. We want equality in hockey. Sure. The NHL chugs along. Don't hate on the NWHL because there's not any fighting or hitting. Because there's nothing in the shit you watch either. So let's bring it back, calm the hell down, and and nitpick the real issues. Um, and I don't have any nitpicks about the NWHL right now. I think the presentation is great. The time will tell how it looks on NBC, which I'll talk about in a second too. Observation I made before the show that's going to become a topic now. Um, uh, and I'll say this, the one thing, this is just a little aesthetic, and it means nothing, but I love it. Uh, because they're at the Herb Brooks Arena, Paul, as you know, you've been there, um, they are using up on their sport, what do they call the scoreboard? The scoreboard? Scoreboard? Scoreboard. I just can merge both of them. Uh, they have the old clocks because they're recording off the old clocks. And I think that looks fantastic. And I think the way they're – all the leagues should do that. Don't have the digital one. Just record whatever. J- just make it look like the old clocks because I like that. There, you want me to be an old school curmudgeon? There, I want the old clock back. New clocks suck, and I won't watch it until it changes. <laughs> it's an odd hill to put your flag into, but you do you. Uh, yeah, well, it's a hill. No, I just – I'm happy to watch. I'm, I'm very happy to watch. Um, I'm injecting all the hockey I can into my veins because until the vaccine rolls out, roll vaccines roll out further to include athletes, uh, which should be, you know, I, I would like mine first, please. Um, I don't know if it's going to be here or if it's going to go away again because of people getting sick. So I'm just trying to enjoy taking as much as possible, which brings me to my next point. Uh, unless anybody wanted to add anything about the NWHL, please. No. Nope. 
So, essentially, with the NHL schedule, guys, there is hockey on every night. There is. <laughs> Not on TV, apparently. No. Not on U.S. TV. Not on U- United States television. Because uh, there are four games, five games going right now. And they're all being locally broadcast. It was announced this week that at the end of the year, NBC Sportsnet is shutting down. That's just the national affiliation, not the local affiliations everybody uses. Not sure what they're going to do there for another discussion for another time. But the main national network is shutting down, and everything's going to be migrated to USA or to Peacock. So I'm not going to miss NBC Sports that because there's all these games happening, and not one goddamn one of these games is on the national network right now. Not one. So I could I could care less. I've got one on NBC SN right now. On your NBC SN? Yeah. What game? Uh, Islanders Capitals. Is it blacked out? See, for you, it's maybe? not on ice because it's it's local here. Okay, all right. That so and they didn't re- yeah, and they replaced it with another one. So I have two games on right now. <laughs> I didn't replace it with the they didn't replace it with the other one. That's weird. How do you have games on every night and you're not? Why don't people watch hockey? I don't understand it. Oh, oh God! Not on. <laughs> Kelly, you you covered me. Was it on? No, no, that's annoying. And it hasn't been there. yesterday. There was no there was no hockey available to us. Where in the DC region, there were no games available on uh, Peacock or. Uh, the NBC Sport, the national NBC Sports. Like, why, why, why even bother to have the season? I thought that was the whole crux of having the season was to put it on TV and generate all this revenue that all these huge companies suffered so much in losing, and they need these TV ratings so that hockey can live on. And <laughs> you don't have it on, at least in the DC market, if you don't have a game on, not one. I, I don't know. Maybe the NHL network was had the NHL network usually like simulcast the Canadian broadcast. So maybe that was an option, but we don't have NHL network. Neither does the vast majority of Americans <laughs> who have cable or, or internet television. So I I don't get their game plan thinking, whatever it is. Paul, have you been watching other hockey any other way? You wanna let me know and let let us know on the secret? Um, I get the Bruins on Nesson, which is our local local cable network, and there's whatever games are on it, NBCSN, and this I just realized there's a game every Sunday at noon on NBC, but that's it. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't but get there's NBC, six or seven uh, other games NHL. going on, and they're not. Yeah. <laughs> what the what the f? Uh, you know what? They want you to buy their premium uh, channel or something. I, I would gladly give them the money if they didn't black out games that were in another region, Philadelphia. I would gladly pay the money. I have no problem paying it because the app is great. The app is fantastic. The NHL app works like a charm. The problem is, is even though we're in the D.C. region, because even though I'm in the D.C. region, I cannot watch Flyers games because – Half of them are still blacked out. What effing sense does that make? I, I'm i not an advertising uh, – no idea. That makes zero sense to me. If somebody could explain that, Dan Lydon is on Twitter. 
you don't understand old school hockey, where you couldn't watch it on TV. I, you know what? I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's lame. That's your problem for being older than me. Okay. Back in my day, you couldn't watch hockey t- on TV. So there. Really? I don't remember days like that. We always had them on TV up here. Uh, well, before uh, Yager came to D.C., not all the Caps games were actually on television. Yeah, you know what? That's great because I lived in the area for a few years, and, yeah, you, you got like half – you got just like the home or just the Yeah, away. like the home games were on. Yeah. And that's why, which is really annoying to me personally, there is like almost zero footage of the, the very early Capitol seasons. Now – well, those I mean, are horrible teams, and yeah, hold on. maybe someone destroyed some of that. <laughs> yeah, <footage>. yeah. <laughs> but um, Dan got me the you know the the ten greatest Caps games or whatever this before the Cup run. So they were all from um, 08. They were all. I think the earliest. I think the earliest one on there was the um, the second city. one. The second one is the the Dale Hunter on Hextall. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. So what is that? That's late eighties. I don't. There's nothing. There's nothing from the. There's nothing from the seventies, and I don't think there's one from even like pre nineteen eighty five. Now again, I realize there weren't a lot of highlights, but I would have thought you know like the first ever playoff game when they actually qualified for the playoffs or something like that. But there's there's nothing. I've never seen any footage from the first first year of the Caps or the second year. <laughs> they stuffed um, that away and burned it. I would assume that, like, Montreal has to have it, right? They they played the Caps at some point. That's true. They, they can ask the teams they played. Hey! <laughs> you have any you guys must have had a hell of a game. It used to be the 7-1 to one every night. You get yeah, to see the highlights for it. Those have to have been, like, <laughs> games where Guy Lafleur hit, like, 9,000 goals for his career or something, right? You've got to have that saved somewhere. Hey, you got any of that for me? Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It just it just occurred to me trying to watch hockey tonight. I'm like, why are none of these on right now? Well, so goodbye, NBC Sports Night. See you later. You've given me nothing. And we'll find out how that goes. Uh, because the peak, uh, things are just, Next year we're going to be using Peacock so much because the WWE Network's migrating there in the States. Not going away. Um, so everything that I've been watching is just going to be contained within the Peacock app. And then hockey's moving there in December. However, we still have AHL TV, which renews uh, tomorrow, Kelly. (laughs) AHL has been more professional about uh, alerting than uh, the NHL has for their – well, their network is more professional because they don't have to to fight for the uh, blackouts. So thank you. Hey, I'm getting the AHL TV this year. First time. Well, it's a uh, free park for us this year since we can't go to games. Oh, season tickets, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So I'll, I'll get to tell you what all the hype's about if, if it lives up to the hype. <laughs> well, no, I already told you. It's over. There's yeah. no discussion. I, I can see that. I, I had said this before. I see that going forward. That they're going to – teams would be smart if they can get this all this right stuff figured out to offer virtual season tickets. To people, another way to get some money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had a half season package for the Caps back in 2002 or something like that. Ooh. I worked in the city. So sorry, I worked in the city. Yeah, it was it was painful, but um, and it was a pain in the butt to go to 24 games or something like. That. I mean, it was not easy. There were games that were easier, you know, a, a Friday night game or something like that. But a Wednesday night game or Sunday afternoon, 
that's a pain in the butt. But if I knew that I could watch all of all of my team's games home and away, I didn't have to worry about blackouts and all that kind of stuff, and then still got some kind of interaction with the team on a, on a different level. Why not do that? <laughs> Or you're a fan from out of town, yeah. This, I mean, exactly, yeah. That, that would be the, potential, yeah. The 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 best, and then you know you have you have people who have mobility issues. You have people who have outside of COVID, they have immunity issues. They you know like open open it up. <laughs> we we've, we've tried putting teams in the south. That's grown the game a bit, but now we we got to try some new stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's not growing. We always say, I always tell Pam, we've we've already got our our apartment scoped out from when we retire. It's right across the street from the dunk, so we'll be good. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It just it makes no sense to me to. uh, There, there. Remember uh, Kelly when the Caps tied it up? By the way, it's two two again. Remember Kelly when the Monumental uh, Sports app launched and we had that for the year it worked. Mm -hmm. And they were showing. Bears games and all like high school hockey and junior show Sting one cast Stingrays, not one cast game. Yeah, the Caps weren't on there and the Wizards weren't on there, but the Mystics were on there, and at that point the arena football teams were on there. I understand that there are legalities beyond my experience, way beyond my pay grade, that I will say are still stupid that are preventing these games from being streamed. But the idea in 2020 and 2021 that I can't pay 100, what is it, 140 bucks for the NHL center ice or the the NHL TV, the fact that pay grade, yeah, exactly, Matt. The fact that I can't give the NHL 144 goddamn dollars and watch every single goddamn Flyers game in goddamn D.C., it literally does not compute in my ADD, OCD riddled head why I can't have those things. You remember the story Kevin Smith told about uh, Prince, Kelly, mm-hmm. where Prince is on another planet, and he goes, if Prince wakes up at 3 a.m., it's 3 a.m. in Minnesota, I want a camel. There is no way you can explain to that man that, it Prince, it's 3 a.m. in Minnesota, You, there is no way I can give you a camel. He cannot process that information. Like, why can't Prince have a camel? I cannot process why the NHL can't make this work. <laughs> I know it's monetary, but I'm really, really tired of, of living in a world where the run, it's run by money. Ironically enough, the problem for both is a camel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. Hey, but you know what? Speaking of AHL TV, the camp, Phantoms camp started. I know that the Bears camp started. How about you, Paul? Yep, Providence started today. I'm excited the AHL start back up. Now, mostly because of the access to the games that we just talked about. It's easy to watch. Paul, I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you right now, Paul, you're going to enjoy the hell out of it. I can't watch any of the games. We're all at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> you Every single Providence. This game is at one o'clock. Stay afternoon. away from the score. The AHL TV. Oh, well, it's not going to be hard to do this year. Okay, well, what I'm saying, yeah, AHL TV will. It's like it's like a major oh, you league. Can, you can watch it on demand. Yeah, yeah, it's on demand in a couple of hours, dude. Yeah, it's right there, right afterwards. So, I'm excited for that. 
then you won't be watching it on on a network where they stream the scores underneath constantly. Hi, who's that? When you're watching something, it's going to be spoiled. Have you ever you. set up a blockade across the bottom of your screen? <laughs> no, you're not getting me this time. <laughs> I, I'm not uh, physically, but mentally, I'm like I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna watch like the I top f- two thirds of the skin. In, inevitably, at some commercial break, I'll look down and it'll be the exact yep. time that the score of the game I'm trying to catch up on is being displayed. Yeah, for for years I worked the second shift, so you know they play we play the Bruins games at two or the Red Sox games at two. So my routine was come home, have dinner at eleven o'clock, and watch the Red Sox or the Bruins and invariably, like you said, there goes that. There it goes, crawling across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Not only the score, but what happened. Right, yeah. <laughs> Pedro pitches two-hitter. <laughs> ah! And I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the final thing would be is this. The new Cavs jersey is out. That None of the settings I did worked. <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much. All right, there we go. So the new Cavs jersey is out. And, uh, I guess we're going to allow uh, Kelly to go last since that's her home team, Hershey Bears, Washington Capitals, everything. Let me just – and I guess, Kelly, looking at this, that um, the, the monument is in the W. Mm-hmm. So let me retract what I said and just – on Twitter and saying minus the the monument not being there, this is the perfect jersey. Let me uh, let me amend this. Uh, that's the perfect most perfect Capitals jersey I've ever seen. And when you compare it to the originals and the current ones, and that god awful stadium series that they wore in Anna- Annapolis, this is what should have been. The stars are perfect. I I love this jersey. I can see this being a home and road and an alternate with the red. I love it. Um, what do you think? Uh, Paul, you first. Kelly last. Okay. I'm like, which, which are you talking to? The, the, the one that would be before Kelly because Kelly would be last. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, huh? hey it, took, it took me an hour and a half to drive home today after work. Who am I and what are you doing here? I live in Massachusetts and people don't know how to drive in the damn snow. No, uh, Kelly, what did I tell you? The worst state I ever drove in was goddamn Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> what was there? What was there? Uh, they look kind of like the, the other W one they had for the outdoor game. Well, that's the – well, you know what? I'll let Kelly uh, explain a little bit with her I don't know. See, see, I'm not like you guys. I like the old 70s jerseys with the, the stars all over the place. Sure, but, that was, white and blue. but even that's better than what they have now is what I'm saying. So this is perfect if you're not going to go back to the old style mm-hmm. like 100% is what I'm saying. Kelly, you want to explain to him the designs and what you think about this? Um, well, actually, what he said made me think this is this one is kind of a retro reverse of the Winter Classic one. Because the Winter Classic one had it was majority kind of the maroon color with the red W. So yeah, they just kind of switched it out. Kind Holy of crap! We got like six layers of jersey it's, and retro reverse now. It's and so like, complicated. We're in the Matrix. Going to need some sort. We're going to need a flow chart here soon, <laughs> or some sort of PowerPoint presentation to to make sure that we get it all figured out. Um, yeah, it, I was saying to Dan because they're wearing these tonight as they're 
playing the Islanders, it looks like the jersey that they probably wanted to do for the stadium series when they played at Annapolis with just the lazy, just caps jersey thing. It's so, <laughs> like, it's this so one, bad. This one is just, it looks like this was kind of, this is where they were going. They just didn't get to that third design meeting where they were going to run this by everybody or something. Um, it, it, it looks fine. It's, you know, it is better than, than their normal. Uh, I, I hate the word mark. I hate the old word mark. I hate the new word, word mark. Um, this jersey also has the problem, once again, for the Washington Capitals, that it has no capital. And it barely has Washington. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's a team that has ever, like, it, less had their actual name signified on the jersey. <laughs> but the name's never been capitals either. <laughs> exactly. It's a lowercase T, the capital. Cluster F of a jersey. I never realized that. Never, yeah. What a cluster F of a design every time. I don't know how they managed to screw it up so much. They're going to be called Washington lowercases. Exactly. Yeah, so it, it it looks good on the ice, and like I said, it's better than their, their normal uh, road and away, and certainly better than the reverse retro. Now, Matt Matt says that the jersey should be just the Stars, but why? That's the Dallas Stars. What does the Stars have to do with the Capitol? Like, uh, see, I, they get a pass, nothing, oh, it should be just stars. Okay, so the whole journey should be just stars all over the place. Well, that would random be stars. Just random stars. Right I would, sizes, colors. I would go for that. Like, it was designed by, like, a four-year-old girl with a sticker problem. That would be amazing. <laughs> 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 like, rainbow tigers and stars and <laughs> ice cream cones. My God. You just have it every time the caps are about to take take the ice. It's just the clip from the end of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. My God, it's full of stars. <laughs> Cat's entrance. That would be amazing. Um, the Elisa Frank laser show. <laughs> no. I would go to NHL. <laughs> you want to win me back as a fan? That's what I want. <laughs> I don't know. I went to a game in Manchester once, and the ice was pink, and the, they had let the season ticket holders write on the ice. <laughs> that was the most distracting thing ever. I was just trying to read the ice. The puck's over. And this end, I'm over here. What did that say over there on the ice? I can't read it. <laughs> the, I will give them the Washington Monument. And the, let me explain my logic here. And then you can tear it apart. D.C. is the capital of the United States. So capitals, like, when I think of Washington, D.C., I think of the Washington Monument. When you say the words Washington, D.C., I see Washington Monument, I don't see the Capitol Dome. So yeah. I get that you want – well, no, no, no. I say I get that you want the – cap because it's the Capitals. It should be the Capitol building, the Capitol of the United States. But the stretch being it's the Capitol of the United States, it's America's hockey team. The Washington Monument is a better – in my opinion, is a better-looking symbolism than the dome. That's yes, just me. I get that. Um, I don't know why I've looked at that picture 16 times and I've watched this game that I didn't see the Washington Monument in the W. I thought it was a regular W. And now that I looked at it on here, I'm like, oh, no, it's sitting there. Idiot. Yeah, in this design, the, the W is it's much further spread out, so it's not as apparent as it was on the the, um, the Winter Classic one. Yeah. From, I think that was like 2015 or whatever, where it was very clear that the middle, the middle peak was the monument. Let me, let me just point this out. After all these years of... In my opinion, cluster F uniforms. And you'd agree with me, 
Kelly for the most part that their uniforms are new. The one that I do like, nobody else likes, but you're out of your mind. After all of that, they literally did what every team should do when they F up a jersey, but it's only barely bad. They literally took two of their – they took the two designs that kind of missed the mark and matched them together, and you got this, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. It's better than lowercase capitals. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's it. Does anybody else have – Anything else they'd like to mention before I before well, that, I before we go? That picture you showed. I'm guessing they took that picture before the COVID <laughs> crackdown, or after? Because wasn't it all guys that are in? <laughs> no, no, no. Only Ovi is is in the is in the crackdown. So, uh, it's Backstrom and, and Oshi, right? I don't know. I was gonna say they look pretty. He looks pretty miserable. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so real quick, uh, I want to kind of defend Ovechkin here because, um, you know, I like ragging on the uh, the NHL any chance I get anyway because, you know, you're not allowed to criticize things you like uh, to be better. You just give up. Just don't make them better. Just give up. Like wrestling. Don't make it better. Give up. Um, I, uh, you know, I explained earlier I cannot wrap my head around the logic and I literally cannot – Accept the answer you're giving me. I don't understand why. And the theory Kelly was, had was that there was an outside force that effed it all up. Why the team can play together, travel together, be together, but they can't be in a hotel room together. How that, when they're getting tested constantly, how that screws up quarant- the, 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 the little mini traveling bubble they have. So, what was it? Ovi, Burkowski, who else? No, all the Russians. Oh. Orlov, not Burkowski. Yeah, not not because Burkowski is not on the team anymore. Not a, so yeah, that, that would have been a problem. Slightly. <laughs> so we uh, the theory was that there maybe they're not telling us that there was uh, somebody else in the room and that's the problem. But I I don't see how the NHL could be blatant like no no everything they're doing is fine except for the hotel room. I I can't figure out why that matters. And I would like somebody to tell me why I'm wrong. I don't get that logic, but I see the other side of it. You you signed on to play this year. You agreed to the rules. Whatever the rules were, you agreed to them. If that was in the rules and was explained explicitly and you broke that rule and were caught, sure. you, you paid the, pay the penalty. I understand that. I just don't understand, as, as Dan was saying, I don't understand the logic of that rule. But that's a whole other a whole other discussion. Unless, and my theory and other people brought that up, unless there was a, you know, at least a fifth or sixth person in the room who was not part of the bubble, and that was the problem. I, I, I don't get that. Especially when you've had, what, two teams shut, three teams shut down because they did have actual outbreaks, but there was no punishment for individual I don't understand. I don't it, understand all of it. It makes no sense. Much like anything else the NHL tries to do to uh, uh, fix something or or change something, it makes little to no sense. I mean, just last time, just just last week on Save Journey, we were talking about the cluster F that was the Islanders in Brooklyn. <laughs> Made no sense from the jump. I it, I was one of the first ones that retweeted that smiling picture of Bettman during a lockdown, going, yeah, moving to Brooklyn, and going, yeah, this is a bad idea. 
what I, you know, I'm a nobody. It's fine. Sometimes Dan's right. I, it just doesn't, it, uh, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like the NHL does. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is the AHL is going to save us for a little while. And the NWHL is amazing to watch. And maybe by the time you listen to this, Toronto would have won the game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't be tonight. <laughs> uh, those jerseys look pretty cool, though. You know, that's one thing. You, were, you know, you were talking about how everything looks. There are six teams in this league, and they all have fantastic uniforms. I was going to say, there's one thing you can say about these teams, and I know they're only working with six. All look different, and they all look good. Um, yeah, they look distinct, which is really nice. I'm going to go on record saying the gray Buffalo Buttes jerseys was the worst thing they, and WHL could have done. Well, Why would you take all the color out of it? But those blue ones <laughs> are awesome. Yeah. And I love what the Pride did, and I hate Boston and everything it stands for. And I love the, I love what the Pride did. And I like those white Toronto jerseys, too. They're slick looking. They're all really good looking. I I hope that the blue really, jerseys, man, those might be my favorite ones. Oh no, dude, the white ones with the blue stripes. I like the blue better. Oh man, but they're both well, good. They they look so sharp. <laughs> I don't know if you see online they've they've taken the Rosie Riveter logo and uh, made it for di- different ethnicities. So there's a black Rosie, there's a Latina, no Latina Rosie. I would love it if they would put all those different ones on their jerseys. That'd be cool. Oh, that's a great idea. That would yeah. Be, Oh, that would be so fun. Not necessarily your nationality, but everyone you want. <laughs> yeah, or just mix it up randomly through the team even, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be cool. I'd enjoy that. Sorry, I'm watching the Flyers uh, <laughs> go up to nothing and then be tied because I can't have nice things. Um, I, yeah, that's another thing. I, like, I'm trying to be, at, like, happy and upset about this team. But it's like, they don't – meet the new boss, same as the old boss. I think that's it. I think we have it covered. Still didn't go as long as I thought, but went longer than I said because I said the dreaded won't be this long tonight. Um, hey, Kelly. Oh, wait, you have no social media. But uh, do, do you know the, the uh, Obey the Puck Twitter handle? Obey Puck Show? Yes, thank you. That's where you follow yes, Kelly. <laughs> I'm number one. <laughs> that's where you follow Kelly and Obey the Puck all working people follow you. Obey Puck Show. Yay, I win too. Okay. <laughs> or you can no. follow my personal account at PuckmanRI. So, <laughs> Kelly was like, no. Okay, just, Kelly. just go over there. You lost. <laughs> I did follow. first. <laughs> follow me at DanLaw83 on all social media platforms and YouTube. And if you're watching live, you're already here. Twitch.tv slash DanLaw83. Uh, VOCNation.com for the audio version or on your smartphone, on your podcast app, type in VOC Nation Radio Network to get all the episodes from the entire network, including all the Obey the Pucks, all the Stage and Journeys, all the HIC Talk Radios, and all of the Nerd Herders rebooted, which is tomorrow night. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. We will see you in two weeks. This is a...
Flickster, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calcito, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Press discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.